Okay, welcome everybody to To The Rink Podcast. We're back, Puffy. We are back. You ready we're for closing. another episode? Oh yeah, we're closing in on that winter break. That's it. Almost the last it. one. Well, not quite the last one. We'll have a, one more maybe before the end of the year, I think, if I'm doing uh, my we'll weeks and we'll days. We'll definitely have counting. something out. We'll definitely yeah, we have should have out. something out. So it's been a busy uh, fall for the, for the podcast, and it's been busy yeah. for both of us because we've been in the rink a ton. So a as ton. we do... Puff, what ranks were you into this week? Well, just got back from Cigar Centennial as usual, and as usual, the one in one night. Yeah, uh-huh. the younger guys. Although we we scored the most goals we've scored in a game all year, nice. but we came up short against North York. Uh, it was a good game though, and then the older guys they they uh, they beat Cooling Park, and so it was a nice game. But I was at Scotiabank Pond on Saturday, okay, uh, for um, the U twelve game with Austin's team, and. Now you you've been there lots of times. Lots. The front parking yes. is pretty hard to get. Yes, you have to so, kind of time it with a team leaving yeah. to get a spot up there. So I've now I tend to park on the southeast side southeast. of the building. Okay. And there's lots of parking over there. It's sure. it's great. So there's plenty of parking. But when you're entering the building, yes. you can get in this the doors on that side. Uh-huh. But when you go up the level, the doors are locked, so you can't huh. get into the building. And I just don't know why they don't leave, leave those doors unlocked. I mean, it's it's such a big building with all those pads. They should really yeah. let every door be accessible. I know what you mean. Lot. There is times that I've gone in there and I've ended up in what I feel like is where, like, the Zamboni parks, like mm-hmm. I've been caught in sort of a yeah. area there, but I'm going to be honest with you. There's something that um, I usually am pretty lucky, like just in general with parking spots. Mm-hmm. I have been very lucky throughout my life to always get a decent parking spot. Now I'm saying oh. it publicly, it may not yeah. always work out, but it can be December 24th at the mall. I'm right beside wheelchair parking. Really? Like, I always win a parking spot. So I never really have too many problems with parking there. Uh, I generally find it, but I know what you're talking about. I have parked around the side there, and then you have to walk all, on a cold night. You have to walk all the way around, and the doors. Yeah, the and it's but, fine yeah. to walk to the front, but it's just like there's yeah. entrances, entrances on the side. Right, it's a huge facility. Yes, it's like why not just have them unlocked and let people enter from all kinds yeah. of angles? It is a huge facility. I love that Scotia Pond. It's uh it is a treat. I also am frustrated with that place. Why you can't? Why you, everyone has to go in that one way off of? The road there, I forget what the yeah, road I know. is called. But it's so big in the middle of Downsview. Why can't yeah. we have multiple entrances straight lined in? Just anyway. fire us all in there. But it's if a we great were city facility. Planners. If we were city that's, planners. That's my one quibble with the, the building. building. So you're locks, at Scotia Pond. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It can't be a fire hazard. What is oh. So you're at Scotia Pond. You're at Scarborough Centennial. Uh, Centennial. Anywhere else? Uh, MLS as usual, but, uh, right. that's a, you know, our little dingy, uh, practice right. pad. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, for us, we were up at Chesswood just North of Great the pond. pond. Love Great it. Barn. Had some fries posted about that. Showed the fries. The whole team got fries after the game. I think, I think we sold them out of fries this weekend. <laughs> uh, we were at Leaside a couple times, which is nice. Cause it's nice and close, uh, nice for us close. East Yorkers. And, uh, then we were recently up at, uh, Thornhill. Which um, I like that. Community. Yeah. And there's a statue up front. I don't know if you've ever been there. There's a statue of a gentleman yeah. out front. There's no plaque know. on who he is. I have to go back. I didn't look that hard, but I was yeah. kind of looked to see where it was. But anyway, beautiful rink. 
We played the Avenue Road Ducks, who is in last time we did the rankings, is in second place for second rank team for second rank. And we had a win. We had a win against the Ducks. So we no. beat the Ducks and Don Mills. We haven't beat Forest Hill yet. Um, but we'll see it today if we're still in 12th spot. It's hard. Well, to did tell. you, did you, I'll give a teaser. You're not in 12th spot. Uh Oh, I, I feel like we've gone down with the win. <laughs> so we'll, let's see how these, um, these stats work. Did you uh, do a trap on the star kid or did you just play them? outplay them. Um, we did, we had like, um, a trap. We definitely had a trap, but like I said, last time they have a bunch of kids that are just yeah. as good. So like we were on our toes the whole game, they got an early goal. So we were down one, nothing. And then we came back and tied it and we held it. And then we had a quick second goal after that. And then it was an intense, like at the end of the game, yeah. the last like four minutes where we were up by, you know, two, one, they pulled the goalie and, um, oh man, it felt like a playoff game. My heart was yeah. Like it was crazy, and you know, on the way out, Ozzy walked out with that uh, kid from Avenue Road, who's like a phenomenal player. Yeah, nicest kid in the world. Nicest. Oh, that's kid great in the world. to hear. Great said to hear. hi to me. Didn't even know who I was. Hi, hey, how are you? That's I told great. him we love playing against him. He's like, I love playing against your team, and uh, yeah, really great kid. A really great game against the Avenue Road Ducks. Uh, oh, so yeah, so hear. we played the Arrows as well, and also. Clive in the CDS program. Yeah. Oh, look at you. CDS. Yes, I didn't mess it up with the CDL, CDS, but he, uh, we have a rotational goalie. Okay. So I was going to ask you about this. So Clive played goalie this week, this mm-hmm. weekend in East York Arena, one of my favorite barns, actually. Great barn. And what, what's your take on, you know, so I'm in this phase where, you know, Cliver's seven, he's showing a little bit of interest in goalie. Uh-oh. However, I think the hardest uh, position on any team is the parents of the goalie for sure. And I don't really want him to be a goalie. A hundred percent. He's showing been, a little interest there. What, what's your counsel? What's your advice here to sort of I've move away? What do you been think? Very anti goalie, um, for my kids the entire time. Uh-huh. Um, thankfully, uh, neither showed a huge interest in it. Right. Um, but I do get, especially with younger kids, cause the equipment is super cool. And, right. um, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one. Cause I think some goalies parents do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, because your kid, when he's playing, I mean, he's very involved in the game. Right. Um, but it's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, for, it feels uh, like. a lot of stress and, and yeah. um, it's a different, it's a different experience, I think. Yeah. Well, I think also, if your kid's super into it, you kind of have to support it, but right. Well, we're not quite there. We still, yeah. I think we still have the ability to influence one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm working that angle, but also I know like having gone through it with Mac somewhat and then yeah. Ozzy now, yeah, the teams have two goalies. So you only actually play every other game too, which I'm yeah. always like kind of feeling like, you know, is that what you signed up for? Do you want to do that? Do you want to always be goalie? So anyway, Clive was goalie. He didn't, uh, I'll show a clip of it. Um, we didn't have a win there. You know, he's working through it, but uh, um, yeah, he's better up front, I think. Anyway, so yeah, that was our week. Awesome. Yeah. Also, actually, another thing from this week that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so little news, and maybe I'm going to sound stupid, which I'm fine with, because yeah. I think that's a little bit of what that's the term of this podcast is. Exactly. Grant sounds a little stupid sometimes. And uh Ozzy's team, uh, one of the kids was playing stick broke on the, uh, in the play. Yes. And he just held on to the shaft of the stick and kept playing whistle penalty. 
That is a penalty. I had no idea. I was like, what, what's the penalty here? Because I think he was just skating over to the side or whatever. I didn't realize that if you, you got immediately right, you drop just, the stick, yeah. no idea. And I didn't realize you get a penalty for that. And so, yeah, yeah we ended up with a penalty on that against uh, a game against uh, who are we playing? Maybe Lee side or the arrows arrows maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I had no idea. Had no idea. I said, I got to bring it up on the pod. Cause that was a new one for me. Did you uh, yell at the referee at all? Cause that would have been a little embarrassing. No, no, but I definitely cheer for icing all the time now. I can tell you I do that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I do like, I think being a ref in the GTHL has got to be hard though, because everyone yells at you. That's something I have noticed. For sure. We were giving it to the ref pretty good in a, in a merits game tonight because he was, yeah. the call with the whistle was very inconsistent. That's and all did, you want. You want consistency. So as a coach, you're a coach, right? Yes. You, you sit on the bench. When the ref comes over and talks to you when like that happens, like a bad play, you know, what what are they saying to you usually? What are they just kind of saying? Hey, I they're, you, call they're usually oh, exp- what, what, what's explaining like? what they saw, and right. you're usually explaining what you saw. Um, for the most part, I think they're pretty good guys. I mean, obviously, I don't think any. Well, I can't say any, but most referees are just trying to do their job, and and right. you know, like everyone, you're going to see some stuff differently than others, right? But um, I think as a parent and as a coach, you just want the calls to be as consistent as possible. And that's where I think the frustration comes in is when something's not called and then it gets called right. later in the game or, or, yeah. or vice versa. The inconsistency. And, um, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, thank God for referees. These people yeah. do take more abuse than they deserve. Yeah. And if they didn't do it, we wouldn't have games play. No, right? so, you wouldn't. So we do need to be a little bit easier on the refs, although it is hard in the moment. And but I, don't I actually think, do want a referee. You do. You want to be a ref. Yeah. When the kids are done playing, I think You're I'm going to try to do it. I'll do but it. I, Maybe I, we I think can it'd do be it together. a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it'd be like Can we fun. be like a team? Yeah. You can be, we'll say, and then, and I'll have to learn a lot rules. of more rules than I know today. I'll the tell you rules, that You'll have to study that rule book. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I'll I might just do the scoreboard. Actually. I might just be the scoreboard person. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'll just kind of hand signal you the goals. Yeah. And I'll do the music. Yeah, you, you know how uh, we talked about we want music. I, I that, would do that. See, that's the thing. I always love when you go to a game and and the person doing the the scoreboard also mixes in music. Like yes. just sometimes they do it on their own. Yeah, and it's it just adds such an element to the game. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And some people I, are really good at it. Like they can because it's busy doing the timekeeping. Yes, but then then to mix in the music. But yeah. some, like we had, a, I think we had a tournament this year. I can't remember. Might have been Stratford. And right. the guy was crushing it with um, how on the on the music he was. Like as soon as play stopped, the clock was stopped, the, the tunes were kicked in. It was like he was working at an NHL game. He was fantastic. There you go. I love it. So there you go. So that was a busy week. Lots of always learning, really. Always learning. Hey. Is what I would have to say to that week right there. Yeah. And you know, and I guess for the one thing I would say is there's never been an, a uh, a time where the goalie or where the referee gets yelled at and then says, you know what? I made a bad call. I'm going to reverse it. That never happens either. So yelling at the ref doesn't really change much. It doesn't. What I've also learned through this. They've never said, you're right. But you might get a call. You might get a parent in the stand definitely. But it's so hard not to. Yeah. So you've also had a busy week too. You and Stoff, haven't you? Yes. You got some news. Oh, uh, well, Stoff and I have another venture. We uh, do. Your original venture. We, yeah, we do uh, another podcast that, um, called the uh rubber boots podcast uh yeah. with uh tsn's james duffy 
yeah. uh, Lester McLean, myself, yeah. and stuff. And yeah. uh, we How had a bit is? of a hiatus. I think we're season eleven now. Well, that's incredible. And uh, and we and we uh, we're coming back this week with a couple episodes. Everyone's uh, excited. It's, it's a very we have a lot. We do have a small but very dedicated fan base. Yes, I and, see it. Uh, um, we are uh, a very different podcast. Are you? What do you mean by that? You podcast. said, yeah, well, because we're talking pretty specific GTHL. Minor yeah, this talk, one's a little bit more. A little bit more broad. A little bit more yes, stories. And more, bit more adult stories. Yeah, Lifestyle so, stories. Lifestyle stories, yeah. Lifestyle stories. I like yeah. it. But we have like a lot it. of fun. That's, you know, I, I mean, I've listened to it a few times uh, over the years, more than a few times, to be honest. I've listened to it a bunch. And like, so it's a great podcast. And I know you've had a hiatus, so it's great to see it come back. We shared it on our stories on our Instagram. So I oh, know you have a dedicated fan base because if you go in and you read the comments, they're from all over the place. Because I think you wrote, where are you from? And like, you know, there was a bunch oh, yeah. of comments from all over Canada and all over everywhere. So yeah, we have people from all over. I don't, I honestly don't know how people listen to it from from across the country, let alone around the world. Cause, um, you're just kind of like, why, but it's, uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. We enjoy yeah. It. Yeah. No, that's good. It's been good. And, and it's well, going to, and we use it to, pu- uh, to pump the to the ring podcast. Well, be, hopefully we lots, get a of, pump. <laughs> lots of plugs. plugs yes. in that one. That's great. Well, no, I'm sure it will be great, uh, to listen to that again. So, uh, a little Christmas treat for everybody. Another oh, yeah. boots podcast coming for everybody. For sure. Right. All right. Puffy. Yes. We're getting to the end of the season. We got the holiday break, I think, upon many teams now. Everyone wants to know where we sit going into the holidays. So what are the rankings? Okay, let's go. Yeah, because Barrett's team, they played their last game of the the year. Austin's, we still got one more. But, yeah, a lot of teams are starting to wrap up for the little Christmas break. I hope everyone has a great, happy holiday. You! Ten. So let's start as usual in the U10 AAA. Uh, continues to have G teams in the top three spots and five of the top eight overall, with the Toronto Marlboros remaining in top spot. The second-ranked Von King, Kings continue to roll, pulling off an impressive 3-1 win over the top-ranked and previously unbeaten uh, in GTHL play Toronto Marlboros last Sunday. So that's a huge, huge, huge victory for the for the Bond Kings. Nice. U10AA has three of the top 10 from the G with the East Enders leading G teams in second spot. Fifth ranked Toronto Wolverines, winners of six straight games, have a huge game this Saturday when they face the 21st ranked Streetsville Tigers at Scotia Pond. Winner will be top spot in the West heading into the new year. Nice. Uh, U10 single A still waiting for a G team in the top 10 with the top G team still the Markham Islanders in 34th place. The Vaughn Rangers in 35th and Forest Hills in 36th. Talbot Trailblazers remain in top spot in Ontario despite (laughs) suffering two losses in their last 10 games, both to the second round, second ranked Mount Bridges Cougars. Mount Bridges Cougars, that's, you know, where that is. I don't. Where I can't. Outside of, we that talked is. about it. Outside of yeah. London, Ontario, it's the only so, place they've ever had to call nine one one. Mount Bridges. <laughs> You'll never forget that. Place. I'll never forget Mount Bridges. Well, Mount Bridges is going to come up again later. U eleven. U eleven AAA has the G holding down uh, the top four spots in five of the top seven, with JRC leading the way. The second-ranked Toronto Marlboros are hot on JRC's heels, thanks in part to a big three-one win over the fourth-ranked Vaughn Kings at Chesswood last Saturday. I was there. U11, w, yeah, you were there. You were there last Saturday? 
Yeah, that's when we had the fries. Oh, Great. nice. Yeah. U11 AA remains uh, with two G teams in the top 10 with the Vaughn Panthers, uh, the top G team, moving up one spot to fourth. The Toronto East Enders are just outside the top 10 in 11th after suffering their first GTHL loss of the season to the 18th ranked Leaside Flames, huh. 7-3 Sunday morning at Scarborough Village. That Sunday morning Scarborough Village is a tough, tough game. Yeah, well, um, yeah. We we played those last year with uh, both boys, and uh, I remember you can get some uneven efforts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. with how you early in the morning it is. Every Sunday at like seven thirty and eight thirty or something. I remember yeah, it was. We were eight and nine. Eight but you had nine, to be yeah. there at like seven o'clock, so it's an yeah. early start every Sunday. Well, I have that right now because we're up at Hockey Factory for seven fifteen. On uh, Sunday morning, every Sunday morning. So Cliver and I get up and we head out there around six forty, six forty-five. And this week was parents versus kids game. Where how'd you do? I strapped on the skates and the helmet for the my, my once a year, uh, once a year time out on the ice. So nice. It's okay. I mean, I look silly. Let's be honest here. I'm not hey. that great of a skater or a hockey player even. I mean, and my hockey stick is like so whittled down because it's been used for road hockey for so much that it just looks. You know, I look sad is really what happens. I look very sad out there. <laughs> but Clive would have loved having me out there. Oh, yeah. He's loving it because he's just dancing circles around me, scoring. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying not to fall. U11 single A still has no teams from the G in the top 10 with the Leafside Flames, the top G team in 17th spot for what feels like uh, the 100th week in a row. Big game to look for in the new year. Battle for first place in the East when those 17th ranked Leaside Flames, uh, and they're in second place right now, they'll play the 24th ranked and first place North Toronto Sunday, January 14th at North Toronto Arena. We nice. need to get Live Barn in there. We need yeah. that Live Barn. They're not in that arena, right? They're not in it yet, and we need that's to surprising. get one in there. That's like That's a busy barn. Yeah, and the game on, they were in North Toronto. It wasn't the best camera, but they were there. So we need right. uh, Live Barn to get in there. Well, Live Barn being the new Ted Reeve, I wonder. Oh, that's the thing. We don't know. That's going to be yet. interesting. That's a mystery. We desperately, yeah, we'll have we need... to follow up with some reporting on that one, Puff. Yeah, we need them in there. U12. U12 AAA remains a G-dominated loop, holding the top four and seven of the top nine spots. The North York Rangers, winners of 23 straight games, remain the top team in Ontario, if not the world. Third-ranked Toronto Marlboros had a tough week, suffering one-goal losses to the second-ranked JRC and fourth-ranked Vaughn Kings. U12AA has the top two-ranked teams in Ontario and four of the top ten, all from the GTHL West Division. Faustina Toros and Mississauga Beast remain 1-2. The second-ranked Beasts have a tough start to the new year, playing the sixth-ranked Vaughn Kings, sorry, Vaughn Rangers, and the top-ranked Toros back-to-back right after the Christmas break. U12 Single A still has zero teams from the GTHL in the top 10, with the Vaughn Rangers, the top G team, staying in 17th. The top-ranked team in Ontario, uh-huh. Mount Bridges Cougars. Look at that. That's quite the single-A organization. They must yeah. be uh, just pumping out kids in uh, in Mount Bridges. I, I think Mount Bridges is one of those communities now that was like a you know a, a rural community, but I think a lot of urban you know rural like uh, suburban sprawl in there yeah. now. So you got lots more people in Mount Bridges. I believe it's been years since I was there. Um, because they obviously yeah. have some powerhouse teams because they seem to be dominating at most of the young ages. New Orleans pizza there. It's actually pretty good. Is it? 
Oh, yeah. For sure. You! 13. U13 AAA continues with the top two and three of the top four from the G. Huge game Saturday afternoon coming up is the top-ranked JRC winners of 18 straight league games. Wow. Play the second-ranked and second place in the league, Vaughn Kings, at Westwood Arena. Okay. U13 AA still with one team in the top 10 from the G with Forest Hill remaining in ninth spot. The 16th-ranked Duffield Devils continue to roll. Winners of 10 straight games, including a 4-0 win over the 15th-ranked and first-placed uh, Vaughn Rangers. U13 Single A still has no teams in the top 10 from the G. Leaside Flames, number one, continue to be the top G team despite falling back one spot to 34th. Big game for Leaside to kick off the new year when they face second place and 42nd ranked West Hill Hawks mm. Saturday, January 6th at St. Mike's. Love that one. Love that part. I do love St. Mike's. Yeah. U14. U14 AAA has the top six ranked teams, all from the G, and seven of the top 10, with the Markham Majors leading the way. 2000, uh, sorry, 2024 will start off with a bang January 2nd when the hottest team in U14, winners of 15 straight games in the second ranked and first place Mississauga Senators, meet the second place JRC at Paramount. Okay. U13 AA has three of the top five spots and four of the top eight, with the Vaughn Rangers continuing as the top G team in second spot. The Rangers will have a tough, a tough start to the new year when they face the fifth-ranked and second-place Toronto Eagles January 3rd at Lambton Arena. Now, in an earlier podcast, I mm-hmm. had said that Lambton Arena was near the 401. Yeah, you said a road. Actually, yeah, I, I, said, I said four. I think I said a highway, and then I said a road. <laughs> okay. And one of our faithful listeners uh, reached out and uh, corrected said, you. I I sounded I I did say it with confidence, but I was completely wrong. It's actually near Dundas and Jane. Dundas, so not anywhere and Jane. close to where I. Yeah, not anywhere close to where I was. Okay. Saying, yeah, that's like so. stockyards area. Yeah. Apologies to. Uh, to uh, anyone who uh, was looking for Lampton Arena right <laughs> off the 401. Someone's just driving around. They haven't tuned into Waze or Google Maps at all. They're just, they're just going your on judgment. Puffy said it's that. by here. He said it's by the highway. <laughs> uh, U14 Single A has had an impressive seven, has an impressive seven of the top ten from the G with the Toronto Eagles remaining in top spot for the fifth week in a row. Despite f- suffering a pair of one-goal losses, the Toronto Arrows managed to move up to in the rankings to ninth nice. overall. Nice. So sometimes being bad is good. Yeah. Well. U15 AAA sees the G with four of the top five and five of the top nine spots, but there is a new number one okay. with JRC grabbing top spot and the Toronto Titans falling from one to three after losing three nothing to the second ranked Jamie Edwards led Don Mills Flyers Monday ah. night at Scotiabank. U15 AA now has three teams in the top five from the G with the Vaughn Rangers in third and the Vaughn Panthers in fourth and Ted Reeve moving up three spots to fifth. 
The nice. Thunder are riding a 17-game winning streak in the league. They might be the best show in the East Side right now. The Double A U15. Yeah, they are playing oh. really well. One of the Aussies' old teammates is now on that team. He went up to that team last year. Oh, nice. Well, he's obviously doing a good job contributing because yeah. they yeah, are good. on a heater. Nice. Uh, U15 Single A continues its dominance, holding down the top five spots in seven of the top ten, with Forest Hill remaining in top spot. Despite a huge 3-2 win over the second-ranked Avenue Ducks, as we talked about earlier yeah. on this podcast, yeah. Ted Reeve fell a spot to 13th. Of course, because the numbers don't lie. <laughs> you got to trust the math. You, you got to trust the math. You win, you go down. You lose, you go up. Again, exactly. listen, so over the holidays, yes. you, we really got to reach out to the hockey, minor hockey I know. I sent him another message, and okay. I have still not heard back. I can't believe they wouldn't have been come somebody hasn't mentioned to them that this we will be nice is going we on. will be nice we, we will, will be, be. Nice. we just yeah. want to understand we just want to understand you win how do you go down you 16 you 16 triple a now has four of the top five and five of the top eight from the g with the von kings remaining as the top team in ontario for the fourth week in a row the north york rangers moved into the top five despite a 4-3 loss to the fourth ranked jrc U16 still has two teams from the G in the top 10, with the Mississauga Beast remaining the top GA team in third spot. Team to watch in the East is the North York Knights, winners of three straight and sit tied for second in the East and 22nd in the rankings. And finally, U16 single A sees the G continue to dominate, holding six of the top 10 with North North Toronto remaining in top spot. The Markham Islanders dropped from second to third in part, Uh, due to a 4-2 loss to West Hill on Tuesday night at Scarborough Centennial. There you go. And that is the uh, rankings for this week. That's the update. Nice. Well done. Well done, everybody. So lots of movement going into the holiday. Lots of hockey still left. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And hockey's about to get super busy for uh, with Christmas holidays with World Juniors. World Juniors. I was going to ask you about it because that means you're busy. Because yes. I know we've been trying to schedule a dinner, which I think we yes. found the time. We have. Uh, but it is all evolving around the World Junior schedule. Yeah, but at least it's in Sweden this year. So right. um, that means my nights become more open and my days are very busy. Yeah, so who's going to win this year? Who do you think? Are we looking, I think the Canada team looking to, good? I think the team to beat is going to be the United States. Mm-hmm. They uh, have a, I think... 10 returning players, but um, we have they one. are going to be very strong. Uh, but Canada has, has won two in a row, looking for yep. a three-peat, and we're, uh, we're bringing a super talented roster. Um, young, um, yep. there's only one returning player, yep. and he only played half of last year's tournament, so it'll be an inexperienced group, but a very talented one. Now, the, the player to watch is yes. Macklin Celebrini, Where's he he from? is, uh, he's from, I think Vancouver. Okay. Well, he's definitely from BC. He goes to Boston university. He's a freshman there. Okay. And he's looking like he might be the first overall pick in the NHL draft this year. Oh, wow. Now the thing about Macklin, if yes. I think he's going to blow up at this tournament, he wears his, because he's an underage player, he has to wear a full cage. Right. And he wears it. Um, I guess the way the kids are wearing it. It's or, or the cool way. It's called yes. the cage hang, uh-huh. and it's sort of an oversized face mask that kind of hangs down and hangs right. out. Well, um, yeah. 
we we had uh we had um at tsn a bunch of the players were interviewed to talk about it okay. and they all were making fun of them for how unsafe the the cage hang is like it basically right. why is he even wearing it right but at the but same time they, they all said it no because, but it's like it wasn't it's not even protecting his face really it's so it's so far out okay but they all thought it was really cool right and i have noticed that Trend. a lot of the kids are you're seeing it at, at the ranks cage a little hang. bit where yeah. they have the, the cage hang, which doesn't protect the chin at all. A little and, bit of the minor uh, hockey Tide Pod ch- eating challenge, it sounds like. Yeah, it's 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 not necessarily the safest thing. And I do fear that it's going to blow up with the yeah. kids once this kid lights up the world right. juniors in a couple well, weeks. Well, as I was mentioning, some of the parents were talking about this last night, actually, and looking at some of our players. Where we couldn't tell if they were doing it or not. But here's my my thing, though, right? Is So they have to wear a full cage because they're junior, right? Yeah. But as soon as they hit, um, 18. what is it, eighteen? They can wear like just a visor. This go, yeah, this called the visor. Yeah. So I mean, it's more protection than what most NHL players are wearing, for sure. Mistaken, right? Yeah. And I mean, there is protection there. They just don't. So what's the purpose? They just don't want it on their chin. They don't want it. Yeah, it's, close I, to them. It's I think it's honestly for for style. Like it's 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 a hundred percent style points for the kids, right? Um, and it's caught on and. Yeah. So it's going to take a few kids getting hurt, unfortunately, right? <laughs> before they call it to, to really yeah. say like, no, you can't or referees to like not cage hang or leagues to, to discipline it or whatever. Right. But um, there's no it, rules I, against it now, though. Right now, it seems to be it seems to fly. Right. It's kind of like when back in the day when NBA players started wearing longer shorts. And I think like that was a style and wear your shorts yeah. low. And then they made longer shorts, some of the teams, but really they were supposed to be a certain, certain length. And then they sort of just gave up. I mean, but it's not necessarily the same because it's not necessarily safety, but in terms yeah. of a trend that just sort of started in terms of how you're wearing your equipment, um, it sounds a little bit familiar to that where one started to do that and then everyone started to follow. So the cage hang is the new the cage hang, the new the thing. New thing. Okay. But it's, it's, it's funny because look, are you going to do it in beer league? No chance. See, I'm Come the opposite. On. Like I keep talking to guys that work that played in the yeah. NHL and I'm yeah. like within 10 years, everyone should be wearing full cage masks. Like whenever you see these guys getting pucks off the face yeah. or teeth knocked out, Crazy. scars, I'm like, Crazy. why? Like we don't need why? to do this. And a hundred percent of the former NHL players yeah. are like, I would retire before I would wear a full mask. They're like, they're like so against it and yeah. I can't understand it, but I'm like, it's like, okay, I guess Here's, like, yeah. like if you, if there was a, if there was a briefcase with a hundred thousand dollars cash okay. sitting on the ice and yeah. all you had to do was block a hundred mile an hour f- slap shot with your face. Oh, would you God. do it? I don't think I could. Oh. I don't think I like, like you're I would guaranteed be like, getting it in the face. You're, you're, you're yeah. hundred percent. You're getting it right in the face. Oh, hundred miles grand. an hour. Oh my God. You, these are teeth. You yeah. Like your nose. Yeah, but these guys know. have no problem know. with that. They want to look cool. It sounds crazy. I mean, I think, you know, again, maybe I sound silly as per normal branding for me on yeah. this pod, but I would, always wear a full cage. I don't know why you would wear a full cage your whole junior career. And then you get to, you know, where like pucks are going a hundred miles an hour and but you decide they visor. They can't take it off fast enough. They're fit, I know. Their full cage. Like yeah. the kids are even like that. As soon as they get to junior fit visor. And I'm sure if they didn't have to wear a visor, they wouldn't. Right. It's just crazy to me, but that's why yeah. I'm on the NHL. 
Well, that's the only reason. That's the only, otherwise, otherwise we'd both be in the NHL. It's just for sake. Me too. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's the same. I'm in the same. I'm not in there because we don't have a uh, full yeah. cage, and I, can't I don't. Do that. I'd only play in the full in the NHL with full mask. Now I just do uh, parent Sunday morning hockey once a year. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> it was one or the other. <laughs> well, we're heading into uh, the end of the pod here, uh, Puff, yes. and so as we do before we go for the holiday break here. Uh, even though we'll have some episodes, we have to do our song of the week here. And so it is the holiday season, whatever you celebrate, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What's our song of the week for the holiday? So Puff, why don't you give us yours this week? So mine is my favorite um, Christmas song. Yeah. Uh, it's called Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues and Christy Beautiful. McCall. Yeah. Um, Shane McGowan, who's the lead singer of the Pogues, yeah. just passed away recently. So the song is taking a new, uh, new popularity. But it's it's one of the all time classics. It is not exactly a pump up jam, no. Uh, but uh, it is uh, it's just a great listening song. And I think that if that played after a big, a big W in the dressing room, the right time, the kids learn it. Right. Boom. The whole crowd yeah. would be singing. It'd be a great song. I know the song well. I totally agree with you. I think uh, it's a great song and one that always gets played around the holidays for us. Fairy Tale of New York, great song. So mine, also in the uh, holiday spirit or Christmas mm-hmm. spirit, is the classic. When this came out, I couldn't believe it. Actually, I was young when this song came out, and I this to me was like, wow, we've really hit peak. Peak, uh, not just a fad to my parents anymore, which is Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis, oh, which nice. is, I was like, we're, rap now is in the Christmas songs, mom and dad, it is not a phase, I love rap music, and that song is no different, I still play it every year, um, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, great video by the way too. Great yeah, video. Great video. Back in the day they used to make great videos. They don't really I do really wish music videos were still a thing. I know. I feel like really we're, we're old men yelling at clouds, but like, they were the best. They, they were the <laughs> best. Videos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So there you go. Um, so that's the episode this week. We had a wonderful episode last week where we interviewed Reed. Uh, so we want to also just thank Reed for coming on the pod again. Reed Acton, that is. Uh, great interview. We have another one coming up next week. We'll drop that over the holiday season. Um, so more to come on the next guest. And we'll, we'll just keep recording right through here heading into the holiday season and then right into the new year to keep the uh, interest going on what's happening in the GTHL as we get into the 2024. So Puff, before we sign off, anything else? No, everyone just have a uh, happy holidays and, um, and uh, we'll see you at the rink in 2024. Yeah. We'll see you at the rink then. Thanks for listening. Please listen on Spotify, Apple, follow us on YouTube or Instagram. We appreciate it. Like review, share stuff. Thanks so much for this. Happy holidays to everybody. And we'll see you very soon. 